goal is to get insurance companies to cover mindfulness meditation. This is my free advice. Being still, breathing deeply, is always a good idea. This is NPR News. It's Morning Edition. I'm Phoebe Taylor of Wolo. Thanks for tuning in. Stick around for Marketplace Morning Report coming up in 10 minutes. Last month, we brought you a series on so-called dark money. This week, voters in Arizona approved Proposition 211, a ballot initiative which will put greater donation disclosure requirements on certain political spending. It passed by a sizable margin. More on that, plus all the morning's business news, is coming up in 10 minutes on WSKG. And tune in later this evening for more Marketplace from 6 to 6.30. The economic week that was, a lot of tech layoffs, a new inflation reading, and a view from you, consumer sentiment, next time on Marketplace. Join us for Marketplace from 6 to 6.30 this evening on WSKG. We can expect showers and thunderstorms throughout the day. There could be some heavy rainfall this afternoon, along with wind gusts up to 30 miles per hour. Highs in the mid-60s. Tonight, more thunderstorms and showers throughout the night. Lows in the mid-50s. Tomorrow, we'll see some more thunderstorms in the morning. Then it should be mostly cloudy for the rest of the day with some scattered showers here and there. Highs in the upper 50s. Stay tuned. Visit Binghamton. Sponsor of WSKG presents Binghamton Philharmonic's concert, Green Places, featuring Vaughn Williams' The Lark Ascending, Symphony No. 4 by Beethoven, and more. Saturday, November 12th at 7.30 p.m. More info at BinghamtonPhilharmonic.org. For more information about cultural events in Binghamton, 800-836-6740 or online at visitbinghamton.org. Binghamton Philharmonic Orchestra and Greater Binghamton Arts. I love New York. You're listening to WSKG News. I'm Phoebe Taylor of Wolo. So now that Kathy Hochul has won the governor's seat in her own right, what will her full term in office look like? As Karen DeWitt reports, the governor has offered some hints, but not a lot of details. Hochul in her campaign emphasized protecting abortion rights and highlighted her opponent Lee Zeldin's votes against certifying the 2020 presidential election. But she did not lay out a detailed plan of what she will do when she continues leading the state in 2023. Hochul, in her election night victory speech, says she hopes to deliver more job opportunities, like the recently announced Micron Technology deal in Syracuse, which supporters say could create up to 50,000 new jobs. We'll build a state where families can afford to raise their children. We'll create good-paying jobs from Long Island to the city, the Hudson Valley, the North Country, all the way to Buffalo and the Southern Tier. We'll do all that, creating good-paying jobs. Hochul also says she wants to create more affordable housing and to bring down incidences of violent crime. To have the safety to walk the streets and take our subways without illegal guns on our streets. 
Hochul and the legislature may have to revisit one of the governor's signature pieces of legislation after the U.S. Supreme Court struck down the state's 100-year-old law regulating the carrying of concealed weapons, the governor and legislature quickly approved a new statute. It also set new requirements for obtaining a pistol permit, but a federal judge overturned key provisions of that law. Zeldin made repealing the state's bail reform laws a centerpiece of his campaign. The 2019 law ended many forms of cash bail. Hochul convinced the legislature in April to make tweaks to the law, adding in more crimes to once again become bail eligible. But Hochul does not support rescinding the law. Albany Mayor Kathy Sheehan leads a city that, like many cities in New York, is dealing with an increase in gun-related violence. She says Democrats going forward, including Hochul, need to do more to address the public's concerns about crime. But she says the Republicans gained ground on the issue during the campaigns, not by offering a comprehensive plan, but by trying to scare people. When people peddle fear, it is uh, really demoralizing, and it can suppress the vote, and I think we have to punch back on fear. Hochul will have to issue a budget plan in a couple of months. More will be known about the state's finances when the governor's budget office releases its mid-year report. The economic downturn and inflation could disrupt the plan. It was balanced when it was enacted last April. The report under state law was due by October 31st, but Hochul, speaking a few days before elections, says her analysts needed more time to work on it. It'll be out very soon. I know historically it's been out in November, so we know that it's going to be worked on, and it's really important to get that message out as soon as we can, so we're working on it. The governor has not yet acted on a bill passed by the legislature that would impose a two-year moratorium on some energy-intensive forms of cryptocurrency mining that use repurposed older power plants for electricity. Environmentalists are urging that she sign it. Liz Moran with Earth Justice says the measure would help the state meet its goals to reduce carbon emissions and combat climate change. By signing legislation that would issue a two-year moratorium on the issuance of air permits, for fossil fuel power plants that are used for crypto mining activities while the state conducts an environmental review. The Bitcoin industry and some unions are against the moratorium, saying it would prevent New York from creating more jobs in the industry. The governor has so far been noncommittal about whether she'll sign or veto the measure. Finally, Hochul will need to appoint a new chief judge to the state's highest court, the Court of Appeals, after Janet DeFiori resigned at the end of the summer. The governor, with four years ahead of her now, has her chance to make her mark on the court, as well as all other aspects of state government. In Albany, I'm Karen DeWitt. And for news anytime, you can visit wskg.org. I'm Phoebe Taylor-Vuolo. Thanks for listening. It's about 6.49. You're listening to WSKG News. We're streaming live on WSKG.org. You can also listen on your smart speakers or on the WSKG app. And make sure to tune in later this afternoon for updates on local and national stories during All Things Considered. 
As President Biden and other world leaders met at the climate summit in Egypt, we take a look at the impact of climate change in Western Africa. Nowadays, God has pushed the sea up to our houses. Climate change destroyed many houses. That story this afternoon on All Things Considered from NPR News. Join us for All Things Considered this afternoon from 4 to 6 on WSKG. And coming up, thousands of Native American veterans will gather in Washington, D.C. today to, inv- to unveil a new memorial. We've lost lands. We've been disenfranchised in different ways. But at the end of the day, we're going to fight for this country. We'll hear from the Native veteran who designed the memorial. That's coming up in about 15 minutes at 7.07 on WSKG. And tune it, tune back in later today for Science Friday. Dr. Anthony Fauci reflects on the COVID pandemic and his decades of public service as he prepares to step down from his government medical role. You can hear that conversation at 3 today on WSKG. We can expect showers and thunderstorms throughout the day. Could see some heavy rainfall this afternoon. Highs in the mid-60s.